Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about how much should you be exercising? We get asked that a lot, and today we're going to talk about it. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, we'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We've got a really interesting, great, fun, you name it, uh, topic today, Um, something that we get asked a lot on our website, videos, you name it. Um, But before we do that, we just want to invite you to visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for our newsletter, which we send out once a week, and in it, we have all of our latest and greatest content, uh, including these podcasts, all of our growing library of workout videos, and uh, just a great place, great resource for anybody looking to get going on with their healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, today we are talking about how much should you be exercising, um, Meredith? And that's a very general question, obviously. Yes, it is. And, um, you know, <laughs> and, and we're not looking to give specifics, I think, but, uh, or maybe we are, who knows? <laughs> but uh, as far as your experience, Meredith, you have a lot of uh, clients that you've worked with, you've worked in um, assisted living homes, independent homes. Um, did you get asked this question a lot? Yes, we get. I got asked it a lot when I worked in places, and like you mentioned in the very beginning, we've been asked this numerous times. Whether it be in our comments on our YouTube videos or getting emails, um, however, people want to correspond with us, we and communicate with us. We've been asked this question quite a bit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. people do want to know. Um, But again, like you said, it's a very broad question because there's a lot of variables that go into it. But um, yeah, a lot of people want to know, hey, I want to know too, how much should I work out? Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. And, you know, without obviously divulging your wisdom Mm -hmm. uh, about this question, what was the reaction of some of the clients that you've worked with when you kind of expressed to them what you were thinking? You know, what is their reaction? (laughs) Um, normally, whatever I would say as my answer, depending on who I was talking to, um, they would go along with it and think that uh, the answer was either good for them or I did have people who were very aggressive workout people. And when I would say um, what I thought, they thought that's not enough because mm, they were trying to do more. So they'd want to do more and thought that I wasn't... Um, telling them that they should do more. So they thought, why that's, that doesn't seem right to me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it just depends on the level of each person. I think that, uh, will react in different ways, depending on the quote unquote answer that you want to give them. Um, it may not be what everyone wants to hear and it goes both ways, but most of the time it was always the people who were the, um, the more advanced workouts, I guess we would say, the people who do kind of the harder workouts, they like to be active all day long kind of people. Mm -hmm. And when you would tell them just what the general uh, amount of working out is, they thought that's not enough. (laughs) So, you know. (laughs) That's interesting that they would think Mm -hmm. that's not enough. Right. Um, (laughs) That, you know, it's actually encouraging to hear people say that because you true. know that means that people did do value exercise yeah and very they, true and they do put in the effort to exercise yeah so just as a baseline true. that's actually pretty inspiring it is yeah knowing that people want to do more than what um 
you know, the the general uh, amount is for someone who's a moderate exerciser. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty encouraging in ways. Um, it could be bad in other ways, but we'll probably get to that if we have time. Right. But um, yeah, no, it is encouraging for certain people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and so now let's, you know, we mentioned we taught, we get this question a lot on our um, social media, our YouTube videos, your exercise videos. Um, we even you even get emails just out of the blue, right? Of people that yes. will go to our website and email you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why do you think that is? You know what? What's the common thread mm-hmm. there? Um, I I think it has a lot to do with um, people will do a workout and either they don't feel um, accomplished or depleted enough, like they there's more they could do, but that was the workout that they chose to do for the day, and they're wondering, is this enough? Should I continue to do more? Or is this enough for my body? So then they decide to reach out and say, you know, I am doing this workout. A lot of times they're very specific. Um, This workout on this day or this many days a week, um, and it's for this length of time, and then Mm -hmm. I'll also go for a walk, um, and then I'll do this other workout on this day. Is that enough? Mm so then I'll, I'll respond back with different different answers again, depending on the person and depending on the question and level and all of that. But um, yeah, I think it's mainly someone who is is working out or maybe they're just starting out. We've gotten that as well in a question. I'm just starting out again. What should I do? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it is hard. It's hard to know what how much you should work out. And again, there is when you go online, which of course I'll give the general guideline from the CDC and many other different forums, um, what you should do. But that's really, it's hard to put everybody under the same umbrella and say, everyone should do this because you're this age, you should do this. Right. I find that very difficult to do. So then we have to break it down to each individual person, which of course is can't do that when when you're a company, so to speak, like the CDC, etc. They're just trying to give general um, information out to everyone. But then that gets in your head. Well, I, I'm not comfortable doing that. What should I be doing? This says I should do this. I can't do that. What should I do? You know, mm-hmm. and then they they come to us sometimes with the question, which is great. You know, I love to get those types of questions because um it makes me want to delve deeper into what this person does, um, their age, their their uh, activity level, all of that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You brought you mentioned uh, people are uh, very regimented. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's interesting. Did you do you find that as a common theme? Like a lot of people like to want to know exactly what they're doing on this, you know, on, yes. on schedule. <laughs> what what's your experiences with that? Once people get into a schedule or they find a workout that they like or a workout type or two different workouts, mm-hmm. we get this a lot. I'm going to do this workout every day. I'm going to do this workout three times a week. Um, they find something and then that becomes their everything. And then, yeah, that's their scheduled workout um, or workouts. Yes, I find that uh, if people have gotten into the habit of working out. Um, They usually, especially a lot of older people that I've worked with, they they tend to be more scheduled with it. 
So if it is at this time, they like to keep it at this time. If it's this type of workout, they like to keep this type of workout. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the same way, so <laughs> I guess it's each individual, but it happens to be more of the older um, crowd that I've worked with that seem to be more into that mm-hmm. um, because it becomes, like I've said in many different types of podcasts, it becomes part of your schedule, right? So regimented, as you said, um, yeah, definitely. I would get a lot of people saying, I do this on this day, this on this day, and walk. What do I do? Is mm-hmm. this enough? Yeah. Yeah, that that's a great way to put it. And uh, I think you you put that same mind frame into your custom seven-day workout plans. Right. Um, I think when people sign up for them, you know, do you kind of keep that in the back of your mind as far <laughs> as how not just what they're doing, but also the volume of exercises? Right. Um, is that something that you work on when you put these custom seven-day workout plans together? No, definitely. Yeah, I want people to obviously have options of different types of things to do. You can tell me all of the information that you think I should know on your intake form, but I can go through that and then give you what I think would be the best workouts for you to do. But I'm not someone who would just say, this is the one workout you should do today, and then tomorrow do this one. You need to have choices because we don't know what length of time we'll have. We may love to be workout in the morning people, That doesn't mean we have 30 minutes, 45 minutes every single morning. Um, So having options of different lengths of time, um, different intensities even, um, different types of workouts. If it's strength, then I'm going to keep it strength, but maybe it'll be bands one day or maybe it'll be bands and an option of air ball on one day. It's not going to be you only have this one one workout to do on this one day. Yeah, so I like to give lots of options, different lengths of time, um, different intensities as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and and for those of you who don't know what the custom Mm. seven-day workout plan is, a custom exercise plan put together by Meredith that you can order on our website. Uh, And uh, it is is, you tell us what you're looking to achieve, the goals you want to achieve, any limitations, if any, and just a bunch of great information about yourself. You send it to us. Uh, Meredith will personally take a look at mm-hmm. that and put together a plan for you based on uh, our exercise videos and the library that we have. So right. don't forget to check mm-hmm. that out. Um, so exercising too much, is this a problem? Mm-hmm. How much, the question I should say, right. how much should you exercise? Yeah. Is this a thing where it's, is there an age specific <laughs> about this? Or is, you know, is this a problem that, or a question that everybody can ask? This yeah. is a question that everyone can ask. Um from very young up to the day you pass, really, um, everyone can ask, how much should I exercise? Again, it's going to be pretty much a different answer for each person, depending Mm -hmm. on the time of our life, right, and what we're doing. So even if you're 18, it may be the same advice for an 18-year-old and a 65-year-old, depending on what they're going through in life, right? Mm -hmm. Um. So that's why it's really hard to to answer. But I think it's a great question for everyone to kind of maybe ask themselves, um, how much should I be working out? And especially if you're just starting too, or you're getting back into it, or maybe you've taken a little break due to holidays or injury or something like that. Um, always having that in your head, how much should I be working out? I don't think is a bad thing to think about because... 
It can help us get to our goals if we have them, or it can just keep us on track with thinking, okay, I told myself I should do at least 30 minutes of exercise, moderate style exercise, uh, five days a week. This is the the CDC says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I should be doing 150 minutes a week. Therefore, I'm going to do 30 minutes, five days a week of moderate intensity exercise. But today, uh, or yesterday, I didn't really feel like it, so I took the day off. How much should I be exercising? I really should do it today. I need to make sure I get out there and I do it today. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mm-hmm. Um, so it keeps you accountable, maybe. If you have in your head, I should be exercising two times a week or three times a week, um, doing for X amount of time. that That's the variable that's going to be the hardest part. Um, so yes, 150 minutes of moderate activity, like brisk walking, basically, five days a week, um, 30 minutes each day, if possible, mm-hmm. is what CDC recommends. And they've recently just added, and on top of that, two days of strength training. Um, which I find interesting because they never used to say that. So seven <laughs> it was days. 150. Well, no, not seven days. So say you can do 30 minutes of walking, but also add some strength oh, training gotcha, on that day. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I would never say seven days, and I don't think they would either. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So hopefully on one of those brisk walking days, or maybe your weightlifting can be a little bit more moderate in intensity, such as one of our HIIT workouts that we do um, that gets the heart rate up. It becomes cardiovascular, but you're also doing strength training as well. So I think that could be um, included in that also, Mm -hmm. but still keeping it at a moderate level. Um, So that's the CDC's recommendation, um, which is, I think, a good one. It's very broad. It um, from 18 years of age to 65 plus. <laughs> they have added also with the 65 plus range, adding in balance work. So with the 150 minutes per week, two days of strength training on those in that 150 minutes um, and balance work now if you're over the age of 65. So um, pretty interesting. Again, I... Um, I, I I like the broad generalness of that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like saying try and get intentional movement in at least five days a week. I think that in and of itself is great. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes, that's doable. And it doesn't have to be all at one time. We've talked about this before, doing in chunks of 10 minutes. Um, if you only have five minutes, do a five-minute uh, 
quick cardio. We've got a couple of those out there, seated or standing. Um, doing another five or 10 minute uh, core work, 15 minute balance. You're, you've got 30 minutes right there. Mm-hmm. Um, that seemed, 30 minutes sounds like a lot when you put it in one chunk, but throughout the day, or even taking smaller workouts and making them your own to create one is a great way to do it. So trying to get intentional movement every day, I like, but especially trying to get that at least five days a week, trying to be less sedentary. Mm-hmm. is really the goal <laughs> at every age, right? <laughs> right. So in essence, you mm-hmm. kind of, you do agree with the CDC's uh, recommendation yeah, I think as it's kind of good. a blanket statement. Right. Yeah, um, I like that they've added strength training. I think it's very important. And we used to put it on the back burner for years and years. We're just now finally saying it's okay to do strength training. It's actually important. Um more so, and it's more acceptable for everyone, all ages. It used to be a young thing. Older people, maybe they shouldn't because they might get hurt. That's not true anymore. We don't say that. Um, and then adding in the balance work as well, I think is very smart for them to put that on there. Mm-hmm. I like that. So, yeah, what, I do agree. <laughs> what do you think why they they finally add? Why did it take them so long, I guess, to, <laughs> to make these changes? I think just... To, in general, right? Everything we're finally starting to uh, open our eyes to the aging public. Um, mm-hmm. The population is aging. That's just how it goes. And we're finally, again, looking at that and, and trying to help and not saying, well, once they get to a certain age, doesn't really matter what they do. It does. It matters tremendously, not only for the individual and their health, but for the world, Mm-hmm. Um, for the way insurance works, for the way healthcare works, um, for the longevity and uh, families and um, these communities that they live in and on and on and on. So I think they're finally saying, okay, it's not just a, you get to this age, therefore you're going to start breaking down what's the use. They realize small steps Doing these small things, these 30 minutes a day, a little bit of balance work, some strength training is going to help not only the longevity of somebody's life, because it will help you live longer, but the um, independence of your life and the quality of your life. So Mm -hmm. I think that, yeah, more and more people, and because we know that uh, baby boomers and on and on, it's just a growing population. Mm -hmm. So we need to start... uh, trying to help them in different ways. And and I think more companies, let's using this, I guess not a company so much, but the CDC in this case is um, really good that they're being proactive with it. Yeah, that's good to see that they're kind of updating their, um, you know, recommendations, ter- recommendations and, yeah. that have been there for probably years. Right. And uh, <laughs> seeing that there are changes that need to be made. Right. So you, you gave the CDC's recommended exercise, mm-hmm. um, what would you add or what would you take away from that? Or what would you, what do you like about it? Mm-hmm. Would you, well, you kind of mentioned what you like about it, but would right. you use that as a framework and build on that or? Yeah, no, I think, I think the way it's, it's stated is good. I think um, to say working out five days a week, but making sure, I guess I like it because of the length of time and making sure people are moving for mm-hmm. five days a week minimum. I like that. Um, People still are very um, 
novice when it comes to knowing what they should do. And I only know that because we get those questions all the time as well. Mm -hmm. Not only how long should I work out and how much should I be working out every day, every week, um, but can I do this particular workout, let it be a strength training, full body dumbbell workout every day of the week. And so a lot of people don't realize you need to take rest days for your body. Um, if you're strength training, you need to give that day off in between. So saying two days of strength training is great, but making sure we're um, giving the knowledge also to the people who are reading that, that you need to split up those two days. So if you do a Monday, then wait till Wednesday or do a Monday, Thursday, because they're just recommending two um, or more. <laughs> you uh -huh. could also say you can do more also. Um, just making sure you give the body a day's break in between. And those are your other days where you do your moderate activity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or intense. They also have a level four intense activity where it's like 75 minutes per week, something like that. Um, they change it slightly. I'm not as big of a fan of changing that because a lot of people don't realize what moderate to intense is. Um, but most of the people that we work with are more of a moderate, a brisk walking rather than a sprinter, a long distance runner, a triathlon person. So mm -hmm. we'll stick with our moderate activities. Um, but yeah, I like it as a general guideline. As long as we know we do strength training one day, we do cardio or the other stuff another day, then strength training again. So giving that the body that day's rest in between. Mm -hmm. um, again, Saying 30 minutes or saying the 150, I think is per week, I think is good, but I like more of the number of days, more than putting a time on it. Because workouts are so different, um, a HIT workout versus a balance workout, right? Um, totally different intensity. That HIT workout, of course, is going to be way more intense, whether you're using equipment or not. They're just built to be more intense on the body more taxing. So making sure we're also putting the knowledge out there that if you're doing more of those, those are days that you just do that. Then on the other day, maybe is your brisk walk and your balance training, something like that. Um, but yeah, the general guideline is great. 30 minutes is good, but if there might be people who can only do 20 minutes or 10 minutes, they should feel okay about that. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like we have to now do 50 minutes tomorrow because I was only able to get in uh, 20 minutes the last two days and I've I got to make up for lost time. I don't want it, that to ever be someone's mentality where you feel like you haven't done enough, um, where you do what you can do each day trying to get that intentional movement in every single day, at least five days a week, I right. think is the is the best guideline that could be given out there personally mm -hmm. <laughs> to keep people in a good mental state and emotional state as well as physical. <laughs> right, right. And it's great to know because I think a lot of people just don't know for sure what right. they should be doing. Um, what about, what are your thoughts on people who are very active and they do very active things like, you know, mm. gardening, mm. Uh, woodworking, right. you know, even like going and shooting around a golf. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, does that count? towards your exercise. It does count towards your exercise. It's movement, but it's not at a higher intensity. So if it's not getting your heart rate up, 
And you can't really call it a cardiovascular. Mm -hmm. um, but you're getting steps in. You're getting movement in. You're moving your body in different ways. You're balancing. Um, again, doing woodwork, things like that. I, I, you're standing and you're moving your arms in certain ways to work on different pieces and things like that. Mm -hmm. And gardening, kneeling down, crouching down. Um, probably carrying things heavier than you should be, right. <laughs> things exactly. like that. Yeah. Um, and of course, like you said, golfing, those are movements you're doing that uh, are very stretching on the body and walking and standing and all of that stuff. So those are great, great activities to put as part of your um, your your intentional movement. And I personally would say, yes, you could include that because if you were doing a day of gardening, that's tiring. But not only is it great, great on the body, it's so good. All of those things you just said are amazing for the brain. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, we, we don't look at that either when it comes to certain activities that we do in the time that we do them. Um, exercise, and those are forms of exercise, in my opinion, because you're doing movement and getting a lot out of it, but it's great for the brain as well. So mm -hmm. um, if someone were to say, I'm going to shoot around a golf, and I know that takes a while, I've never done it, but I know sometimes people are gone for a couple hours, three hours, that's a long time to be out there. Um, that would be considered, yeah, one of your 30-minute days, in my opinion. <laughs> and gardening for three hours. No yeah, you're day. good. <laughs> I think I've gardened. I remember I used to mow the lawn way back in the day when I was a kid um, with a push mower. And I thought, that's, mm -hmm. I am so sore. <laughs> it's yeah. not easy. So, yep. just and bending down and, you know, planting things with my mom and my dad. And it, it's hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely a workout in my opinion. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess for everybody, they'll, they'll, they'll have to kind of judge if they do those kinds of activities. Right. Either are they more supplemental movement yes. things or are they going to count as your exercise for right. the day? Right. Because right. different levels that could be wearing on the body mm -hmm. to do those things just to garden for half an hour might be the most that you've done in weeks. So that yeah. right there will say that that's, you, you did it. Yep, yep. <laughs> So final thoughts mm -hmm. on, uh, you know, your your opinion on how much <laughs> should we be exercising? You mm. gave some great information on the CDC recommendations. What's your recommendation? My recommendation is trying to get intentional movement in every single day. If you can get up to 30 minutes, I think that's amazing, um, especially if it's more moderate activity. I do like what the CDC says that five times a week because we do need rest. We need to make sure our bodies are resting as well. Um, we can over-exercise, so making sure that we stay within our limits and our means so we don't get injuries um, and overuse of the body. So keeping it where we're at, knowing that your level is not the same as the person next to you, um, staying within reach while you're going for your goals, but trying to get movement in every day that makes you feel good, makes you feel accomplished, makes you feel like you've worked your body, you've gotten the heart rate up, your muscles feel stronger, your core is stronger, your balance is good, and your brain and your emotions and your mental health are all there, then I think you're doing good. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's good to know. And hopefully this, this podcast helps you out there. Because like we mentioned, we get this question a lot. And yes. um, there's no perfect answer for everybody 
Um, hopefully, the, the information that Meredith has shared here kind of helps you determine what your schedule is. And don't base it on anything else other than your needs, right? Right, exactly, and, always. Um, <laughs> and if you're curious about the custom seven-day workout plan offered on our website, check it out. Visit www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com and click on the banner that says custom seven-day workout plan. It might be what you're looking for. Yes. And uh, we would love to you know, hear your story and uh, maybe help you out if that's possible. But in any case, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Uh, while you're on our website, sign up for our newsletter, which we send out every week. And we love staying up to date with you guys. So until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what can be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.